Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast. And my script is over there, but I'm not going to use it tonight. I'm not going to use it tonight. Tonight is a podcast that <coughs> half of you might think I should apologize for. Just flat out about, this has nothing to do with the Cubs. Some of the rest of you will think, you know, this is a really good podcast. My my dad was a minister, Lutheran minister, and he had a tendency to have his, how to put this, I, I, I might have mentioned this before, Saturday nights in our house were hilarious. Saturday nights were hilarious because my dad would have his sermon about half done. He'd have his sermon about half done when we sat down for Saturday night dinner. Now, dinner, family dinner was very important in our house. Family dinner was very important in our house. And Saturday night dinner was not only important in our house, it was comical. It was absolutely comical because my dad was going to finish off his sermon during Saturday night dinner. During Saturday night dinner, my dad was going to finish off his sermon for Sunday morning. And he'd tell us where he was. He'd tell us what the lesson was. He'd tell us what he, where he was taking it. He'd tell us what the, gospel, what the gospel was for the week. He'd walk us through. Hey, now this is where I am. Does anybody have a... One time he was talking about... Um, surrendering for you know surrender was the concept for the sermon and my brothers and I started laughing and uh you know we, we got the what what for and uh well cheap trick had just recently come out with a song called surrender and we went through the basic lyrics of the song and it didn't entirely fit what my dad was saying but it made the sermon Cheap Trick's latest hit made the sermon because it fit in. Whatever fits in, you go with. And tonight's podcast is kind of along those lines, and I don't need a script. I've been watching at least the first portion of Little Stephen was having a bit of a fundraiser for Teach Rock org. Don't know if you're familiar with it. Look it up if you are. Look it up if you're not. What he's trying to do with teachrock.org is teach young children, K through 12, wherever it is that they are, he's trying to teach children lessons using music. And I've long been a proponent of if something works, go with it. If it seems like it's going to work, go with it. You might be totally wrong, but you never know when you're going to get a message across with someone because you went with, you know what, I think it's going to work and I trust myself. And little Stephen looks to be having a degree of success. I, I don't know. And, um, a decent chunk of it was, a decent chunk of it is, we are going to use music to teach children 
social studies, science, English. I don't know if any of you remember, um, what was it, the electric electric company, Zoom? Um, Conjunction, junction, what's your function, and all that kind of stuff. Music teaches people stuff. I still remember a certain batch of German prepositions. A certain batch of German prepositions. don't remember why they fit together, but I know they fit together. Because I was taught, aus, aus der bei mit, nach Zeit, von zu. They're German prepositions. I don't remember what they mean, but they mean something. They stand for something. They all are similar in some reason because I was taught music to remember the words by. Sometimes there is a bigger lesson that has to be taught. And if you use music, sometimes the music can do it. Hey, look up T-Track. Um, if you have a couple of extra dollars, feel free to sh send them off. Why are there lights going on in my neighborhood? Oh, well, okay. We, we got the tornado thing going on next door. Don't think I'm going to have a tornado, I don't think, but... Oh, well, whatever. Uh, no, they're going to the other house. Okay, we're fine. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's one of those completely loopy nights. So, um, some of you are wondering, why, why, why does any of this have to do with the Cubs? That actually doesn't. It actually doesn't. But it serves as a six-minute segue into what I actually do want to talk about, which kind of does involve the Cubs a bit. A bit. And it involves mindset and learning. Mindset and learning. I don't know how closely you follow the Chicago Blackhawks, but their public credibility just took a big old dump Back about the last two months. About the last two months, there was some really ugly stuff. I'm not going to go into it. Either you know about it or you don't. If you don't know about it, I'm not going to be the one to tell you. If you do know about it, you don't want me to be the one to remind you about it. The Blackhawks have realized, you know what? We made some serious mistakes in our organization. Serious mistakes. They were serious. And the Blackhawks are now in recover mode. They're in absolute recover mode. They are bringing in... They're in the process of trying to bring in people. You know what the Mets are doing? You have the new owner. You have the new this. You have the new that. The new the other thing. The, the Blackhawks are going to go there. Because they have a whole bunch of people in their organization that... Yeah, that's really not the way we want it to be done. And Jed Hoyer is being, I won't say hired, but contracted by the Chicago Blackhawks to talk them through, walk them through, teach us the be a quality organization. 
Teach us how to be a quality organization because right now we have some gaping holes that are very problematic. Very problematic. With the lockout, I could have become a hockey fan, but I'm very team-centric. I'm very team-centric. When the Bulls were terrible, I wasn't a Bulls fan. When the Bear, Now, the Bears are terrible. I'm not a football fan. The Blackhawks, I really don't want a whole lot to do with them now either. I, you know, even if I were the go out and wear things and all that kind of, no, I, I, I they are, they have problems. Whether you believe or not that in pro sports, integrity matters, whether you believe that or not, doesn't matter. Really doesn't matter for this podcast. It doesn't matter if you think integrity is huge. It doesn't matter if you think it's incidental. It doesn't matter if you think it's just a rumor. Doesn't matter. The Blackhawks are turning to Jed Hoyer. Show us how we're supposed to do this stuff. Now, I understand why the Blackhawks would lean to someone local to at least do some patchwork damage control. And you might be surprised that it's Jed Hoyer that's doing it. Because after all, a whole bunch of the internet is Cubs are evil, Cubs are terrible, Jed Hoyer is incompetent, etc., etc. You've heard it all. You've heard it all. Jed Hoyer has no integrity. He mistreated all the veterans, etc., etc. The call was to Jed Hoyer. The call was to Jed Hoyer. It wasn't to... Anyone with the White Sox, you know, they could have called Kenny Williams. Could have called Roland Heeman if it was two weeks ago, but unfortunately that can't happen now. The Blackhawks, in trouble, have turned to Jed Hoyer. Show us how that be a quality organization thing works. Jed Hoyer is not going to be able to tell them who the optimal fix-it-up person for the organization will be from a hockey perspective. You know, he could probably talk to people and find some things out. But Jed Hoyer, I don't know what his role is. I don't know what his role is with the Blackhawks. But if nothing else, during a lockout, when he probably has a few minutes for free... Could you talk to us, maybe? How is it that you guys, when Theo Epstein showed up, how did you guys put together a thing so that so many of the people that you brought in, even if they didn't perform that well on the field, did you ever hear anyone say anything evil about Albert Elmore, the person? I have yet to hear that. 
Chris Bryant, you can like or dislike the way he handled the contract situation or how much money he asked for or anything. Anthony Rizzo, same thing. Kyle Schwarber, same thing. Kyle Hendricks, same thing. The Cubs repeatedly keep bringing in quality people. I'll admit it. Aroldis Chapman was a hired gun. Aroldis Chapman, think what you want about him. I would not put him on the same <laughs> level of, what you say, quality individual as Anthony Rizzo, as Albert Almora. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Addison Russell was a trade piece, and he was fine when he arrived, or so it appeared. Then he went to crap. This will happen sometimes. You're not going to have 100% and keep 100%. Jed Hoyer is being asked, can you give us a couple of pointers? Because we are screwed up. What's he going to do? I don't know. Is he going to be helpful? I don't know. But he was the one who got asked. He was the one who was asked. Could have asked someone from the Chicago Sky. Maybe they did. Could have asked someone from the Chicago Fire. Maybe they did. Ask Jed Hoyer. There are some very good things going on with the Cubs, in the Cubs organization, etc., etc., etc. A whole bunch of people are justifiably upset because people that they got used to aren't there. And I get it. I get the I get the anger. I get the blame. I get the why did you do this? I get the why bring in new players when you're just going to get rid of them in 6 years when they become free agents. I get it. I understand it. I it makes sense. In general, though, Jed Hoyer's Cubs, whether it was the Jed Hoyer era, whether it was the Theo Epstein era, Jed Hoyer's Cubs really haven't had that many bad apples. They have generally had a fairly good, ooh, how do I even want to say this? I'll say front to finish. They've generally done a good job. How important is it to bring in really good players? If you're in a situation where you're bringing in players for their on-facility talent, not for how good of a person they are, that's a completely different mindset than realistically... Quality people are going to win if they're properly motivated. Totally different way of looking at things. Totally different way of looking at things. And it could be that the Blackhawks are looking to the Cubs 
to specifically Jed Hoyer, how can we fix what we're doing? Can this actually work? Is it worth going for? I don't know how it's going to play out. Heck, maybe in a couple of years if the Blackhawks... Um, make some positive steps in the right direction, I might consider being a Blackhawks fan again. But um, they're in a tough spot right now. And in a tough spot, they turn to the Cubs, they turn to Jed Hoyer. Jed Hoyer who, when it's time to draft players, when it's time to draft players, he brings in quality players who are self-motivated. Quality people who are self-motivated and aren't going to need remedial decency classes. It's actually a term I've been hanging on to for a while. Remedial decency. Not needed in the Cubs system. Talked about Melinda Deese a couple podcasts ago. Chatted with her a bit online. And, uh... <laughs> She seems good people. She seems good people. If you're going with, we expect every person in the organization to be a quality person or we won't have them back for a second interview. That's an entirely different mindset than, well, you know, We've done things for a really long way this time. And, you know, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. No, 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 no. If you bring in quality people who are pot committed to getting better, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And I'll answer you with a question, with an answer I hadn't thought of until I asked the question. Another recent podcast. I was talking about Max Bain. Not Max Bain the pitcher. Not Max Bain the podcaster. Not Max Bain the person who appears on podcasts. Max Bain the person who leads the team in doing things. I mentioned he had sent a um, challenge off to C.D. Pelham in regards to weightlifting. Well, Max Bain had done some weightlifting after Manny Rodriguez had done some weightlifting. Now, today, Jordan Wicks and Burl Caraway did some weightlifting online. I think Abra Elzley did as well. So it's all of a sudden, Manny Rodriguez did again, again, again. People are c Cubs... Pitchers in the Cubs pipeline, major league, minor league, doesn't matter. They are refocusing. Hey, I'm going to go do the weightlifting thing. First off, because I'm supposed to. It helps me be a better pitcher. But also because I'm encouraging other people to do the same thing. If you do a good thing and you are being rewarded for doing a good thing, you know what? Here's a really funny thing about life. If you do a good thing and you get rewarded for doing a good thing and you start to realize, you know what? If I do another good thing, I might get rewarded for doing another good thing. You know what you might just do? 
can might just do another good thing. That's the premise. Bring it when you're doing the interviews. Hey, well, this guy is a really good slap shot. He's a really good four checker. Yeah, but he's a piece of crap. We don't want him. It's easy. If that's the decision that you make, if the priority is we want good people who are going to treat people with respect and otherwise we don't want them anywhere near. We'll um, wear, wear the other team's sweaters. We'll go in. We'll kick their butts. Or, or you can say, well, we really don't really value character all that much. We think that we can find good players and win. And if we win, then you get into situations. The Cubs have done an amazingly good job over the past, actually even before Theo Epstein arrived, the pattern had started to, the, the trap had been set a little bit before, um, but with Theo, with Jed Hoyer, it seems to be going a little bit more effectively, both on the bringing in quality people, bringing in quality talent, and getting it to replicate. And eventually it should replicate on the field Heck, even Frank Schwindel. Has anybody ever said anything bad about Frank Schwindel as a human being? Or Patrick Wisdom? Ever? Anything? At all? Ever? If the pot commitment is to bringing in quality people, then the pot commitment is to bringing in quality people. If it's not, it isn't. But it seems the Blackhawks are looking into going that way. And they turn to the Cubs. They turn to the Cubs. They did not turn to the White Sox. They didn't turn to the Kansas City Royals. They didn't turn to the Vancouver Canucks. They didn't turn to oh, who? New York Knickerbockers. They turned to the Cubs. Part of that, I'm sure, is locale. But part of it, I'm very sure, is the Cubs really do seem to have the bring-in-quality-people-only thing down. Very few hiccups. And... The Blackhawks want to turn their portion of the United Center into a hiccup-free zone. One final thing on the way out the door. I haven't been regularly doing podcasts during the off-season. You know that and I know that. During the regular season, during the postseason, I, you know, I was I, there was stuff to talk about, and I was commenting on this and that and the other thing. And for a while, I lapsed, and I wasn't doing podcasts, and I just happened to do this one tonight. And when I logged on to my computer, I was looking at the numbers for how many people have been listening to my podcasts. And I was stunned. 
<laughs> I was stunned. I had no idea that many people were listening to my podcasts. I don't think I'm any better than I used to be. I think it's you guys have been very good at being very um, not committed to my podcast. And I appreciate that. You guys have absolutely no idea. I hope my podcasts are useful for you. I hope my writing is useful for you. Whether it's on Patreon, whether it's on Bleed Cubby Blue, I've quite enjoyed loading up on a whole bunch of prospect articles. I'm starting to load up on a whole bunch of draft prep articles. But really, I want to keep it light. I want to keep it loose. Kind of like it was back in the day on Saturday nights when my dad was trying to figure I got to talk for 15 minutes to people tomorrow. What do I want to talk about? What can I talk about that's going to make them say, oh, that's an interesting idea. That's an interesting guy. I'd never thought of that before. I want to keep it light. I want to keep it loose. And thanks for coming along. And thanks for those of you who are pushing me to do better, even as I am still stubborn as a mule. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being a Cubs fan. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having me pop on your computer once in a while. And thanks for putting up with my coughs and my background noises and all that kind of stuff. Heck, you might even hear the wind going on tonight because it's one of them nights. Thanks. Have a great day, and if I haven't said it before, I hope your holiday season is going fantastically, whichever holidays matter to you. Have a great Thursday.